Hi guys and welcome to the Lowland League Catch-Up. It's myself, Rampant FM, and today I'm joined with Mozo. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, mate. How's you? Good. Very good. Uh, obviously, uh, an action-packed week. We've, uh, we took a bit of a break, but we're back. Uh, quite happy to, to go on and talk about the league and uh, the Scottish Cup games. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was um, another good weekend for the Lowland, so... Um, we'll get right into it and kind of go through it bit by bit. Uh, just a bit of news in case uh, people are not aware, uh, the league has just signed a media partnership with uh, Rock Sport uh, Radio. Any insight into that, mate? Yeah, um, well, we've, we've mentioned Rock Sport previously uh, when they do their, their Wednesday night football show uh, and so on. Uh, most people listen to this will no doubt have seen Bill Young on, on Twitter and uh, Rock Sport themselves as well, so... It makes sense. Uh, they are really keen to spread the word about lower league football in Scotland. They're big, uh, big supporters of it, and just from the the kind of media uh, blurb, shall we say, um, yep. like it's digital radio, two point seven million people can tune in Central Scotland and online, uh, and it's music and sport basically. That's their that's their bag, um, and uh, yeah, it makes sense because. It's really good quality stuff they put out there, so it's. Uh, I was I was really happy to see that. Uh, me too. It's obviously more co- coverage for the league, uh, coverage that the league deserves. Um, I, I'm assuming you'll be uh, similar, Moza, and obviously Michael as well. But uh, a lot of people have thanked uh, me for what we do, mm-hmm. obviously promoting the league and that. But this is uh, on a, on, a, on another level, uh, so to speak. Uh, that's what we want, though. We want more coverage for the league. Uh, but it's not just down to like me and you. It's everyone. Everyone. It's a team effort. It's the guys, you know, writing the previews. It's the guys on the websites. It's it's uh, the clubs themselves. A, a big improvement. Uh, what I've noticed this season from some of the clubs in terms of uh, stuff that they do in terms of media, like videos, highlights, all that sort of stuff. It's it's a group effort, and uh, everyone should be happy. That they've uh, man- well, George as well um, will be happy that we've sort of got this deal with Rocksport uh, yeah, for the league. Absolutely, the, league, the league's making great strides uh, the last couple of years, especially when it's ramped up a little bit in terms of the speed of it, and it's all going all going the the positive direction. Definitely, I, I mean, even in terms of the as I said, the clubs themselves and what's happening on the on the football pitch, really top quality. It's affordable games; uh, people can just. You know, go and and you don't have to worry about breaking the the bank balance to uh, mm-hmm. see a, a and the, and I must say actually, all the games I've been to this season, none of them have actually been uh, dull or I've never been bored or you know what I mean they've all been highly competitive, they've all been uh, really good quality uh, for the money that you're paying as well as this is as I say as a group effort and. Uh, and it's just fantastic, and I think we're really, really build, building something really good here. Yeah, absolutely. Having said that, though, we are going to start this uh, pod today by 
going into a nil nil draw. So <laughs> <laughs> on that very encouraging, exciting note, <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> yep, uh, the only <laughs> the only Lowland uh, league game at the weekend it was uh, a, a low key affair. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like it. It was uh, two of the better teams, obviously uh, the champion Spartans versus uh, a team that's also up there, East Kilbride. Uh, <laughs> A nil-nil, uh, from what I heard, a very tense game. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar, you know, these teams have played each other before. It's it's no surprise that it was really close no, in no. terms of the game. Uh, obviously, the Scottish Challenge Cup, the first round, East Kilbride uh, won on penalties after a 1-1 draw. And, yep, they're, they're playing each other again uh, in the Scottish Cup second round, so... <laughs> so they can't get away from each other at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's one of these... That- they're, they're two of the class teams in the league, there's no doubt about that, and they're at the stage now where they know each other very, very well in terms of strengths and weaknesses, so it's going to be a lot harder to kind of break away uh, and and get one ahead of the other in terms of, even if there was going to be a win, it was always going to be a narrow one, um, so it's probably not a surprise to see it end in a stalemate, um, given that there was so much at stake in the league, you've only got your 30... 30 well, I say 30 games. You've not got that many anymore with uh, only 15 teams, so you've only got 28 games, which yeah. uh, which makes it even tougher to get the get the points you need on the board. So it's, um, from what I read, there was plenty of chances and plenty of attempts yep. on goal, but again, you've got two of the class keepers in the league for those two teams there as well. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, uh, given the Scottish Cup second round's just, uh, just around the corner as well, if we get a a win that way, or if it goes to a replay, because by that point they'll be sick of the sight of each other. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, 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 you know, if I was a betting man, uh, put money on a replay. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you know, again, two class teams, very, very tough. Uh, you know, cha- the Spartans, champions, and East Kilbride, definitely up there in terms of favourites for the league as well. It's. Yeah, it's not surprising. It's not surprising at all. Uh, yeah, it's uh, been an interesting one uh, going forward to see uh, what happens in the Scottish Cup and obviously in the league as well because there's certainly other teams that could possibly take advantage of the fact that um, you know they're playing each other quite a lot mm-hmm. uh, and they'll you know and whatnot. The so. other thing, just a wee side note on that game, is brilliant to see Dougie Samuel back in the dugout uh, just to extend that welcome back to him as well after he's. Uh, his, uh, his issues he's had like, health-wise, so I'm cracking to see him back involved again. Absolutely, mate. So let's get in to the Scottish Cup. Very, very uh, good weekend for Lowland League teams. We'll start with uh, BSC Glasgow, because um, they were playing nobody, who <laughs> are a very tough side. I mean, they were a wee bit uh, invisible at the back, I heard. Oh. Um, <laughs> The pat the bad patter's back. No, obviously uh, BSC had a bye. Um, fortunate for them. <laughs> and they didn't uh, didn't celebrate it much in the Twitter account, did they? <laughs> of course not. No, um, <laughs> no um, let's just start with Whitehall Welfare. Uh, their first win and a wee while. Uh, Kevin Keane goal over a uh, fellow league team, Edinburgh Uni. Uh, fantastic for Whitehall. They have been on the verge of their first one for a wee while and they've confirmed, obviously, their management team yep. is now permanent. So a bit of stability for Whitehall, uh, much needed 
Uh, obviously, it's a cup game. It'll be interesting to see if they they start picking up wins in the league, really. Yeah, yeah, and obviously, congratulations to Jock for getting that the gig full time there. Uh, and I know the the rest of the backroom staff that have been helping him out have uh, also agreed to stay on now. Um, yep. But yeah, as we've said, they've been threatening to to kind of push through and and get a win for a wee bit. They've done it, and Edinburgh, you know, they've kind of had a wee up and down time of things of late, but they're not by any means an easy team to get a result against so they've uh, they've done well to get through that and we'll see if that like you say um, brings it into to league form as well and see if they can push up the table It's uh, similar with Gretna obviously I mm-hmm. felt a wee bit sorry for Gretna because they got that really good away win against Whitehall uh, in the South Challenge Cup and obviously we didn't have the, <laughs> the catch up last week so I was kind of hoping that they would get a decent result against uh, Bale of Leafen and they did in fairness to them, uh, they won 3-2, uh, Kingsley, Gradison and Ashley Kelly getting a brace there, uh, fantastic for Gretna, um, yeah. I know it's mm-hmm. much needed again. Um, it's Again, it's what they do in the league now. Uh, two fantastic uh, cup wins, and it's how they go forward from here. And a really interesting draw for the second round they've got, but we'll get to that at the end, after we've been through the games. Um, that looks like a cracker, just from looking at the updates and so on. Um, goals are plenty, going back and forth. Uh, vale have obviously had a decent time of things recently as well, under Chris Anderson. Um, but... Uh, uh, Kingsley Granson and, and Ashley Kelly getting the, the vital goals and yeah we'll see what what that um, means for them going forward in the league as well and I'm not going to pretend to know what I'm talking about but that was my game of the weekend so um... <laughs> that certainly sounds like a pretense <laughs> <laughs> and your old favourites mate Gala Feridine uh, smashing it six 0 against Lossiemouth. What a result that is! Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was just going to say the the first one we'll get to here that's not an old Lowland affair. Uh, so in the kind of Highland Lowland ones, uh, going back a couple of years, it's been up and down to be honest, uh, which is what you'd expect given that both leagues are at the same level and they kind of tend to share the spoils when it gets to the end of season playoffs as well. But uh, in this occasion, uh, Gallifrey Dean Rovers coming through and. Let's let's be frank about it. They've absolutely smashed Lossy Mouth there, who are a decent outfit uh, generally. But the thing that point uh, stuck out for me is Rory Payton getting his hat trick on his debut, and he was actually named Player of the Round by uh, the the Scottish Cup themselves. I noticed, uh, and the keeper uh, Patrick Martin making his debut on yep. loan uh, from Hibs. Um, the other. It was uh, Parson, McCurdy and Baxter also getting on the score sheet, so all established names that we know what they can do at this. Um, Well, at loan league level, I know this was a cup, but uh, you can't argue with that result, can you? Um, And it's kind of finally shown the potential that was there and the team that is, let's let's be fair, they're still getting to know each other at this point in the season, but um, it gives you an idea of what they're capable of. Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, I had a feeling that maybe the Scottish Cup team were probably at the gala game. Uh, I don't know if you got that feeling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> David uh, Knox, obviously, is was there as well. Um, it's fantastic for gala. Uh, and fair play to the two young guys on loan from Hibs coming in. You know, I think it was midweek they signed, and then obviously straight into the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. That's really good to see. We're seeing a lot, we're seeing a lot of maybe youngsters that are at SPL teams. Uh, coming on loan to the Lone League to get experience it's, it's good that the it's it's 
will only be rated uh, fairly highly uh, amongst the sort of pyramid, if you will, uh, at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you look at the Scottish Premiership, uh, there's very few teams in there now that don't have a guy on loan to a lowland side. Um, yep. And be they development loans or kind of full-time loans. Um, but that's why the development loan system is brought in, to give these guys a chance to play not just the kind of reserves at under-20 football, but actual full... Um, kind of blood and thunder first team games as well and help them develop that way and I mean you look at um, I'm just looking through kind of names here you've got Pignatello on loan at uh, BSC from Livingston so anywhere from the teams that have come just up to the Premiership to well Rangers have been sending guys out on loan uh, Gala themselves had a, a couple of Rangers boys last season um, so did Edusport actually as well so it's um, it's a sign of the confidence in the league and the standard that uh, these teams are willing to send their young prospects out. Definitely, mate. Uh, completely agreed. And speaking of hat-tricks, uh, Scott McLaughlin, the Edisport captain, he got free against Bucky Thistle in the 3-1 win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edisport, again, coming off that tough defeat against BSE last week, it's you know a, a smashing result to... So obviously they, they got uh, defeated quite heavily at BSC. I think it was 5-2. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Coming straight off that defeat to go into another cup game and get a win is obviously fantastic. Yeah, and we've talked about Edge of Sport uh, a few times uh, in the last, say, kind of three, four weeks. They've clearly got the talent there um, and what they're building and the, the way they're building it. And that goes to prove it because Bucky Thistle, having not long won that Highland League, bear in mind, and they're, yep. they're very similar squad wise to that team that did go and win the league uh, just from looking at it on paper. It's not they're not an easy team to beat, and for it was it, by the looks of things it was three one going on four or five one, so it was a really really good solid result from them, and it was three 0 if I remember rightly, and Bucky got a, a consolation, yep. so you can't argue with that cracking cracking result for them. Uh, going into uh, Burn Island Shipyard versus Colts, uh, it was one one at half time. I, t- I tell you what, mate, I-, I was sitting on Twitter yesterday trying to keep up all the results, knowing, obviously, that I'd be doing the catch-up today mm-hmm. with you. Uh, Colts were one of the teams that gave me a wee bit of a scare. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, 1-1 one, one at half-time, uh, Burn Island Shipyard, I think they got their goal uh, just before half-time. So I was like, that can sometimes be a momentum killer uh, for teams. But no, they came out. Uh, goals from uh, Fraser team, Stephen O'Neill and uh, Sean Brown Brace. Uh, sees them through to the next round. Uh, fantastic from the Colts. And just a shout out, Moza, uh, to the Colts because I have spoken about they've not been included in the last sort of few catch ups because, uh, you know, uh, postponed fixtures and whatnot. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. a massive shout out to them. It's good to, to talk about them. A team I'm really impressed with uh, so far this season in the Lone League. Yeah, absolutely. They always, uh, they always seem to start well, and it's just a case of if they can keep it going to, to the end of the year. But um, that was a that was a tougher draw than I think many people gave credit for because when you look at Shippey uh, this season, they've had not, a couple of not bad results and let's be honest, a better East of Scotland League this year uh, with all the yep. new teams added to it. Um, so it's not an easy place to go and, and get a result. And they've, they've, they obviously they uh, went in half-time 1-1, one, one, but they've done the job. And again, it's Sean Brown. Fraser team, Stephen O'Neill, it's guys that always seem to come up in the scoring charts, uh, doing the business again. And that's what you need. At any level of football, you need guys that you can rely on to step up and put the ball in the net when it comes down to it. So they've they've done it again. 
they're in the next round and yes, a chance of kind of progression and a chance to get a wee bit of money in the bank. Yeah, definitely, mate. And one of the harder games, we we're obviously talking about uh, the the Highland and Lowland League teams. Uh, one of the harder games was obviously for Shire having to travel up to Huntley. Yeah. Uh, not an easy place to go. Similar to the Colts game, it was 1-1 one, one, one at half time, but they came out. Uh, they got another 4-1 uh, result. Uh, Drew Ramsey with a goal, uh, uh, Rogers, Andy Rogers penalty, and Ross Allen getting a brace. It's really strange. <laughs> you know, <laughs> probably exactly like the Colts game in a lot of ways, but I tell you what, fair play to the Shire guys. That's a, a trek going up to Huntley. Not and, half. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think they, I think I saw a picture on their uh, Twitter. I think they were. I was watching the the boxing last night, and uh, they were just getting back home. So yeah, massive, yeah. <laughs> massive respect to the, the Shire boys. It, like it was, um, it was pitch black when they got home. Put it that way, because I saw the same thing. But uh, again, Del Ewer going up with uh, Andy Rogers, uh, and. From what I read uh, in the reviews of the, the fans that were there, it sounds like that was the best performance they've put in this season, uh, which tells you a lot when you've travelled that far and you'll have tired legs getting off the bus uh, to, to go and put in a performance and get the result. Um, full credit to them, again. Um, and it's another Lowland side beating another Island side, so it's, it's good for the league in general. Definitely. And again... Going up to the Highlands, uh, the Strollers were at 40 Mechanics, uh, 2-2 draw. They just gave, I, I'm so glad when it popped up on Twitter, <laughs> uh, David Churchill uh, managed to get the replay uh, sort of late sort of late into the game goal, uh, and Ro- Robbie Laird obviously got the first one, but it's a, it's a replay at the, at the weekend, uh, Christy Gillis Park, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, 40 Mechanics obviously probably in fairness, one of the sort of better known Highland teams, so that's a really good result. Uh, although, albeit they have to play them in a replay, yeah, uh, yeah. they'll fancy their chances at home, uh, certainly against Forty Mechanics, and it'll be Forties that has to obviously come down and uh, do the travelling this time. So certainly, Strollers looking good for maybe a a, a replay one over Forties. I, I must admit, uh, just as a another wee side note, Forest is one of my favourite uh, grounds to go and visit, just generally. Uh, having lived up the northeast for a wee while, it's a cracking wee ground they've got, and really good fans as well. Um, but uh, the civil service guys that travelled up with a experience that yesterday, um, given that we are recording a Sunday, um, and yeah, uh, a cracking result, especially getting a, the equaliser at the death. Uh, there'll be a tough nut to crack for uh, the the cans coming down the road. I'd, I'd expect civil to go through that now now that they've yep. got home advantage next weekend. But it's a Scottish Cup, anything can happen. And as you say, Forrest are a decent outfit, so it's, uh, it's certainly not job done as yet. No, definitely not. And our last uh, replay, Dalbiti Star, uh, 0-0 against Kelty. Uh, obviously, they'll be playing at New Central Park at the weekend. It was a tough one. Uh, you know, probably a lot of people expected Kelty to go down there and, and get the win, but... Obviously, I was at the the first uh, game of the season for Kelly and the and Dalby drew with them two two. Uh, it was going to be a it was going to be a struggle. Uh, it's going to be it was going to be a competitive game. Obviously, the way Dalby play, I've talked about it in the past. How they're they fight for every ball. They're very very um, physical. Uh, let's put it that way. <laughs> no no, no offence uh, to that. It, it works for them a lot of the time. So. It was going to be a hard game, but from what I heard, it was uh, from some fans. It it wasn't 
it was a good nil nil. Let's put it that way, uh, from what I heard. Yeah, I think. Well, to be fair to um, Dalbiti, I think they play a very similar way to Kelty. Uh, and that, yeah, there's a physical side to them, but they've also got guys capable of getting on the ball and, and doing their thing. Uh, we guy Sloan being the main one. Um, yep. Very, very talented player at this level and probably could play at a higher level, let's be honest. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, there's a little bit of a burgeoning rivalry there, I think. Yep, um, which is Which is interesting because that's twice now that... Uh, that the star have done what they've had to do and, and got a result off of Kelty. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that replay goes. Um, but yeah, like I say, it's a, it's an interesting little brewing rivalry there between two teams that ne- you wouldn't necessarily have had down as um, kind of having each other's number before the start of the season. Definitely, mate. And I'm not wanting to name drop, but certainly uh, we definitely know that there's uh, some some guys that are definitely into the sort of rivalry with, uh, with each other so <laughs> there's nothing wrong nothing wrong for good football rivalry put it that way <laughs> yeah uh, let's not say any more on that <laughs> the Sterling Uni are at home just now uh, in the Scottish Cup they're playing Keith right now as we speak uh, at Fourth Bank which it's only just kicked off right enough so we'll see what happens with that one it's a game that I'd be reasonably confident in seeing Chris Geddes and Sterling get through Uh Keith have not had the greatest of times recently, but who knows in a one-off cup game. Uh, so getting into the weekend's fixture, we'll start off with uh, Cumbernauld Colts versus a Whitehill Welfare. Um, Whitehill Welfare coming off that really decent Scottish Cup win against Edinburgh Uni, and the Colts are just really looking really good at the moment. So it's a tough one, but Colts at home, you're probably they're probably looking the the sort of favourites for me in that one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I wouldn't be surprised to see it. Uh, ending a stalemate, I don't think. But out of the out of the two teams and the way they're going, you'd probably imagine Cumbernauld getting a couple of goals in the score sheet. So depend if Whitehill can keep up uh, with them, uh, and if they can keep uh, that strike force quiet as well, because uh, they always seem to bag the goals. Yeah, and I'm just looking at the, the other fixtures here. There's there's quality ones all over. Uh, all over the sheet, basically, because Shire versus Gala, uh, another one that two teams are fairly on the up at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know what to say to that, because Gala, obviously, coming off that um, really decent Scottish Cup win, and Shire starting to pick up the wins under Dell as well, so it's it's, it's going to be competitive, as we always keep saying. It's, it's going to be interesting, as I always keep saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the risk of sounding a little bit cheeky, Shire are still the only team to win at the Falkirk Stadium this season that are tenants here, so... Um... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for anyone in that area that's wanting to go and see a home team that's uh, potentially going to do the business... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, no, joking aside, um, again, like you've said, it's all good matchups across the board, isn't it? And it's... That's probably more interesting, that one, now that Gala have gone and uh, got a cracking result uh, yesterday against uh, Lossie. So, I, I can't really call that one, I'll be honest. I'd maybe just... I'm, I'm the same. I'd maybe side with Shire just because they've got home advantage there. Um, but it's a really tough one to call. And it's similar with the next one, I think. Uh, Gretna uh, versus Edisport. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, it's uh, another tough one. Because uh, Gretna, obviously... Two decent wins in the in the sort of uh, cup games that they've played recently, and then Edisport sort of doing their thing. Obviously, they 
they were out of the South Challenge Cup against BSC, but before that they were sort of doing well in the league. It's it's tough. It really is tough trying to choose uh, between the teams, really. But yeah, I certainly want. I wouldn't want to be putting bookies odds together for the Lowland just now. Put it that way. Um, I think I'd maybe slightly side with Edu in that one. Edu Sport just purely because they've been on this run. I know Gretna have got a couple of decent results in a row, but I don't know. I think momentum wise, uh, Edu Sport have been on a bit of a roll for a while now. And it wouldn't surprise me at all to see them get a result there. Uh, definitely not. And University of Stirling versus Vale Leafin, it's another one that's quite hard to hard to uh, call really. Yeah, majorly. Vale were kind of they're kind of fifty fifty. What happens, you know? Um, I think Michael spoke about it in the the last catch up episode. Uh, they're all or nothing sort of team, and then University of Stirling a wee bit similar in some respects, mm-hmm. obviously, but mm-hmm. not as you know, uh, goals wise, maybe not as bad, but uh, but then again, they did actually beat uh, Edinburgh Uni five one. So <laughs> uh, yeah, it's two teams that could do with uh, a much needed win in the league just to sort of consolidate where they are. Uh, certainly, and it'll be an interesting one as I as I keep mentioning that every game is interesting. <laughs> but. <laughs> but the one thing you'll guarantee in that one pretty much is goals because Vale leaving just means goals. Simple as that. Yep. Um, for and against. Uh, and it'll just depend who kind of edges through. I, I don't see it being a, a one team or the other team. It'll be a narrow one or a, a, a draw again, I think. Yep. And we obviously talked about the Scottish Cup games, Civil Service versus Forties uh, and Kelty Hearts that they'll be able to kind of covered them. So I think we're quite happy with, that we've sort of covered them enough. Yeah, but... yeah. Um, and again, it's really hard to put your neck out and, uh, and go for it. I did say I'd, I fancy the strollers in the replay. Yep. Kelty Dalbiti, that was a real contest the first time they played at New Central. A real yep. proper contest. And uh, do you know what? Dalbiti will fancy their chances of getting through that. Um, yep. I think I'd, I'd marginally say Kelty would be the favourites just purely because of that home advantage, but it can go either way. Definitely, mate. It's going to be an interesting. Uh, it's going to be a, a, a competitive game. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the last sort of two games, the the league one at New Central Park and the the one uh, just at the weekend there in the Scottish Cup. It, yeah, it, it's a difficult one to call, but certainly both teams will fancy their chances. Uh, and they'll be obviously have the experience of coming up to New Central Park, obviously earlier in the season as well. So. You know, it's being away from homes maybe not a, as a disadvantage to them because they've obviously been there before and know what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. So we do have uh, Tuesday night games as well. We've got Edinburgh Uni versus uh, Vale of Leafin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Edinburgh Uni and a wee bit of a slump at the moment, I would say. Um, they obviously got their their cup win over Oakley, but apart from that, they've not really been on the best of runs in the against lone league teams anyway. Yeah, they've um they've they've had a bit of a tough sticky run there, but at the same time, being a university side, they've only just had their, their trials to get new blood in. And maybe that's what they need just to, to spark something. Um yep. kinda to get going ag- again. So they've get there, there's undoubted talent in that squad. Uh Quivaline being the mean one that I've uh, I've picked out. But uh well, 
we've said already with Vila Lees and you don't know which way it's going to go, you just know it'll be entertaining. So <laughs> um, either way, you'll get cracking tray bakes and you'll get a cracking entertaining game of football if you go Tuesday night. Definitely, and a, a massive game, Gala versus Gretna. Uh, one for pride there, but both teams look will be looking for a win, uh, definitely. Uh, mm, mm. That's one to keep an eye on on Tuesday night. Like, yeah, and I think we've got to the point now. Galafiridine fancy themselves as the best side in the borders uh, in terms of the league. So we'll see if they can assert that or not. Uh, because as as much as the, the results are a wee bit mixed for Gretna, the squad's still pretty strong. Like you forget yep. how many decent guys have got in there uh, a lot of the time. So yeah, well. Uh, <laughs> we'll not make any predictions we'll let, let things take their course <laughs> I think and one for sort of near the top of the league as well Kelty Hearts versus Civil Service Strollers uh, you know Civil Service Strollers I think they were they defeated uh, yeah they were defeated recently by BSC in a tight game but yeah. certainly uh, under Gary Jordan they, they, they're still up there in terms of teams that you would expect to be higher up in the league as well and uh, Kelty obviously doing their thing as well Uh Obviously, the the replay against Albiti's probably not helped them in terms of, uh, you know, uh, sort of playing less games or whatever. But uh, uh, they would have had a game against East Kilbride actually at the weekend, so that would have been interesting going into the civil service games. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's another one that's two quality sides. It's obviously at New Central Park, which is obviously a fantastic ground. It's uh, another one that's tough to call. Um, but certainly you would expect a, a really decent game of that one as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I know we do keep saying it, uh, and I know we might be slightly biased given that we are a Lowland League podcast, but these games are genuinely really kind of tough to call and uh, you'd expect an or two in each each one of them. So it's that that game itself for the league is a huge, huge game though because with the East Cobrider going, you can't afford to drop many points, even if they do yep. drop a win here or there or if they get like I know they drop points against Spartans there at the weekend but there's not going to be too many games I don't think where they drop uh, a couple of points so if you want to get on level with them you really need to get the three points stitched together and get on a run say five or six games what East Stirlingshire did at the end of last season just winning winning constantly maybe the occasional draw but really putting the pressure on that's what you need to do at this stage Certainly there's a, a couple of, well, more than a couple of teams for me that can put pressure on the likes of Spartans and East Kilbride uh, if they obviously drop more points. Uh, Colts are up there, uh, Kelly Hearts and Civil Service are definitely up there and mm-hmm. uh, I would obviously have to add BSC to that as well. But uh, <laughs> yeah, these teams really need to sort of push on and get the wins and when they play each other it is literally uh, must-win games, if you will. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's why... That's why I love this league, because we've talked about how it's a kind of shorter league schedule. It puts so much more importance on every single game. And when you've got that much riding on it, that's where you get the entertainment from it. Be it the kind of tense side of things or be it the goals raining in, there's always something to get get you going to the games for. Yep, definitely, mate. Agreed. And now we've had a look at the Lowland League games that are coming up next weekend. Let's not forget the second round draw for the Scottish Cups being done straight after the first uh, was completed. So to pick out the games that are going to involve Lowland sides, including BSC after that impressive one against nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first tie 
uh, that pops out here, and given that you've been effusive in your praise for them, Cumbernauld Colts and Broadwood at home to BSC Glasgow, which has got the makings of a cracking, cracking cup tie. Um, and that's one of a couple uh, that really stick out in terms of all Lowland League affairs. But you've uh, Dalbiti or Kelty that we've just mentioned there. The winner of that will then travel to go to Peterhead, uh, which is some some journey, uh, given that Peterhead are sitting second in League 2 just now. Uh, and they're, they're one of the major competitors to go up to League 1. So that'll be a real good kind of barometer of where either of those sides are sitting just now. But uh, I'll, I'll run through the other one. So you've got Edge Sport at home to Fraserburgh from the Island League, who were in the, the top two or three last season in Bind Cove. Uh, Edinburgh City at home to either Forest or Civil Service. So that's a that's a big one. Interesting little interesting little side note to that one with Gary Jordan potentially going uh, back. Pote- yeah, and a potential Edinburgh derby as well. That's definitely definitely Absolutely. one that's just like it's going to be uh, uh, good. Well, depending on obviously if Civil can get the result against uh, Forties, that's going to be a, a, a fantastic yeah, game. But that, that would be a great match in prospect if they can get through that replay. Yep. Uh, and then you've got Galafieridine at home to Stirlingshire, so the reverse of what we were just talking about yep. in the league. Uh, East Kilbride at home with the Spartans <laughs> yet again. <laughs> I did I did tweet out. I think you liked it, mate. But I did tweet out. I think they they uh, they like playing each other at this point, or I'm not I'm not sure if they like playing each other at this point. <laughs> I think uh, I think it's like stepbrothers at this point, is it? They're just <laughs> can't get out of each other's way. <laughs> but the uh, the other games to round it off. I mentioned Gretna had a really interesting draw away to Berwick Rangers, who are kind of sitting. Lower half, a league two. They're not particularly looking like they're in danger at finishing bottom right now, but who knows? They could be a team that's involved in the end of season playoffs. And for Gretna, it's a team that's and the journey time is a lot longer than I realised. I'll yep. be honest, but it's kind of getting referred to as a borders derby of some kind of description. Uh, I don't know if the distance justifies it, but we'll uh, we'll see how they. They perform there. And uh, just to round it off after that, um, Derby or not so Derby, uh, you've got Whitehill Welfare's reward for getting past Edinburgh Uni as a trip to Elgin, uh, which is, um, I'm not sure you'd call it a reward because that's a hell of a journey, but it's going to be a challenge for them and a, an interesting way to see where they're at. And the last game is Devonville versus either University of Stirling or Keith. Yep. Which uh, we'll have the result at the end of the episode, obviously. Uh, all in all, a good weekend for the Lone League teams in Scottish Cup action. The only ones that were obviously put out were by uh, fellow Lone League teams. So it's it's looking good. It's looking good for uh, the Lowland in the Scottish Cup so far. Right, so into the plugs and I'll let you lead the way. So... <laughs> Oh, you're, you're very, uh, you're very gracious. Let me go first for once. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I almost died with laughter. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so for me, it's at Rampant FM on Twitter, and you can also find me on YouTube. And uh, for me, then it's uh, as always at Moza Plays two Z's in there uh, on Twitter. And to be honest with you, given that we've talked about Rocksport at the very start, we really should. 
uh, drop a wee link to them as well. So if you want to find Rock Sport and have a listen uh, to their, their football chat, and you'll, you'll also, if you're on Twitter, uh, you'll be able to see them recording it live as well, the way they do it. Uh, Bill, Hewn, uh the guys, you've got at Rock Sport DAB on Twitter. Uh, that's where you'll find them. Good. So that pretty much wraps up the episode, mate. Uh, obviously another good one. I'm um, so glad to be back. I kind of missed it last week, as you know. Um, i done my fantasy football. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it went well. And for those <laughs> for those of you that think that he's missed out, anyone, be sure to tell him on Twitter yeah, as well. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, <laughs> I think the majority of players that I picked agreed anyway, and certainly some of the clubs. So uh, it's, it was difficult. It was very difficult to sort of choose between uh, sort of two players at each club because there's so many players uh, at each club that probably deserve a mention. Uh, I tried to sort mm. of justify it a wee bit more in the, the second part of that. Um, I, I name-dropped a few players that might have had the chance to be in it, but the way I was sort of looking at it, it was really enjoyable to do, and I'm glad that we're, you know, we're doing sort of new things, I guess, uh, as well. Obviously, the podcast is just the start. We, we're, we're highlighting the league in different ways, and I'm really happy that uh, I've been afforded the opportunity to do so. It's it's great. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just a wee final thank you, as always, to all of you that have subscribed on iTunes and uh, listened to us through the various channels that are out there uh, on YouTube as well. Uh, we really appreciate the, the support we're getting, as always. And we will see you next week. Yep. So that is another episode of the Lonely Catch-Up done for this week. Hopefully you enjoyed it, especially after our uh, little break that we had. So just to confirm that Stirling Uni did get past Keith, they won 2-1 and it is a trip to Devonvale for them in the second round. Congratulations to all the Lone League teams that progressed to the second round of the Scottish Cup. It's an absolute privilege to promote this league and uh, all the fantastic work uh, from the likes of Michael Park and uh, George Fraser. We are obviously thankful for the people that listen to us and support us and whatnot. Uh, as I said, it's a group effort and everyone's really putting a lot of hard work uh, behind the scenes to make this uh, a league that people want to be involved in. Uh, you know, uh, so. But we will be back next week for um, a reaction to the weekend's games. And So until next time, I'll see you soon. <laughs>